Last week we spoke about Kitniot. Um, I guess you can call this Kitniot Part 2, but it's just a little bit uh, that I have left on the topic. What are the definitions or limitations of the issue of Kitniot? So the Ramah in Orachayim Tuf Tuf Nun Gimel Halacha Aleph writes the following: Vahaminag ba'Ashkenaz lahachmir. He's just mentioning about Kitniot that Ashkenazim are 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 noheg to be machmir. Vein lishanot mihum mihu pashut de'en osrim b'diavad im naflu letocha tavshil. Okay. Um, in other words, b'diavad, if Kitniot falls into a soup or something like that, so b'diavad it's okay. And it's also mutter to use kidneyot oil to light candles, or right to, to get hana in that respect. And if the candlestick falls over and spills onto your onto your tavshil, onto your food, so you shouldn't be oser. And therefore, also, it's pretty obvious that it would be mutter to own Kitniot of a Pesach. Okay? And uh, commenting on the, on the din of Bittol, that, it's, that, that there will be Bittol and the Tavshil, so the Mishnabura quotes the Chok Yaakov, and this all the way also, by the way, is how the Orach HaShulchan Paskins very, very clearly, that the din of Bittol, when it comes to Kitniot, is Bittol Barov. Bittol Barov. In other words, you don't need Shishim. There are some Achram that say you need Shishim, but the more accepted and Rov Achram say that you have bitul barov. So as long as you're talking about 49% kitniot, you have 51% kitniot, and, and again, we're talking about a, a tarovet, by definition a tarovet is that you cannot discern the uh, the kitniot. It has to be like completely mixed. You can't discern the kitniot. Um, you would have a din of bitul barov. So that's one halacha that comes out of that ramah. Another, no, no, bidiyavad, bidiyavad, if it fell in. Another thing that comes out of the Ramah is that there's no Yisar Hanah. I might have mentioned last week, I don't remember, when I was a young child, uh, we used to go fishing quite often, and one of the baits that we used to use to catch flounder was kernels of corn. I remember asking the rabbi of the shul uh, whether we could use kernels of corn when we fished, um, even though when we caught fish and we, we would fillet it, so we would fillet it with a Pesach dick knife, etc., etc., and quite often in the belly of the fish you would find kernels of corn. So so he said there's no problem. He says no problem, A, to get Hanah, and B, there'd be no problem. You see corn, so you throw out the corn. Um, and lastly, there's no Easter of owning kidney. There's no Easter of Balyura Bayimatse. Now, somebody asks, oh, is that Lakhila Bidiavid? So the the, the Ramah here is saying Bidiavid. If it fell in Bidiavid, then it would be Batabarov. However, and, and also, generally, there's a rule when it comes to Isra's, Ein mivatlim Isra l'chadchila. If you have something that's also to eat, you don't intentionally try to be mivatlim, even if you're talking about bitl barov or whatever it is, l'halacha l'chadchila, you don't, you, you don't intentionally try to be mivatlim. If a person does it intentionally, according to most poskim, bitl doesn't take effect, a type of knas midrabanan. In other words, you don't intentionally try to, try to be mivatlim. However, a question could be raised, what about before Pesach? Before Pesach, kitniot is not considered Isr. Can a person intentionally mix in kitniot into some soup or, or, or into a, 
a yummy pudding would be a good example, where you could be using cornstarch as a thickener. In most cases, they use cornstarch as a thickener. Um, would you be able to make a pudding as long as you know that the other ingredients are roved uh, against the cornstarch? Um, so Rabbi Yitzchak Hanan, in his Ber Yitzchak, Simon Yud Aleph, says very clearly that it's mutter. And that's because there's no din of Isur for kidney before Pesach. Okay? So that would be a very, very interesting um, leg to stand on as far as buying products, uh, definitely in Israel, that says on it, Lochle Kitniot, but that the Kitniot is completely, A, completely mixed in, and B, a minority of the mixture. Uh, another interesting claim, or another interesting swara to be matu these type of products, is that most of the inhabitants of Israel follow Minog Svard, of Svardim. Okay, so that if Osem, let's say again, makes a pudding or something like that, or if uh, I don't know, Tanuva makes a pudding, um, so they're making for for rove of the of their uh, of their market and rove of the market are Svardim anyway, and so that wouldn't be necess- that wouldn't be considered being mivatul isul And when I came to this realization, I went to Rav Luchansin to ask him. I sh- he was a little bit surprised. I showed him the Mishabur, I showed him the Orach Hashulchan, and he said it's very logical based on on what the Ramah said. And the Ramah is based on a Shumar Adeshen. He says, very, very logical. Uh, but he says, apparently, we're not knowing like that. That's all he commented. <laughs> apparently, we're not knowing like that. Meaning, he knows that Ashkenazim do not buy uh, products that say on it, so he's not, he knew that we're not knowing like that. Uh, Rav Dov Lior, who's one of the prominent uh, poskim in the Datilumi camp here in Israel, Rav Dov Lior is really matir l'chadchilo for Ashkenazim, to go out and buy these products as long as they know for sure uh, that that it's that it's uh, something like bamba would not be a good example because bamba is clearly rove kitniot okay especially if you're choshish for, for for peanut butter for peanuts but uh, but there are other products that you know that would be okay even if, even though it says lochle kitniot if it's completely mixed in. I personally, you know, follow Rav Luchensin, who said, Kinnereh, we, 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 we don't pass like that. But I'm just saying that there, there are, there's enough uh, basis for a person to follow uh, Rav Dov Lior's psak and uh, consume those products. Now, this is also relevant... Uh, wait, let me, before I get to another application. What about um, Ta'am Balua Bekelim? What if you have um, a pot that... For some reason, you cooked corn in, or you cooked the rice in, and now what you have is the flavor of the corn uh, absorbed in the walls of that pot. So, if the pot was used uh, accidentally, meaning it wasn't it wasn't done in- intentionally, so bidiavad. I'm sorry. If someone used that the other way around, if someone used the pot by accident, this corn pot by accident. For sure, it's mutter because we already learned that the avad, if, if, it's a, if it's a mixture of, of, of kitniot and there's a meal of kitniot, so it would be mutter. Um, but lechadchila, In other words, if someone knows that this is a pot, let's say he has a friend, let's say you're in the army or something like that, or whatever, is a, a pot lechadchila where you know this this pot just cooked rice within twenty four less than twenty four hours ago. So you you definitely shouldn't. It's better it's better not to. Uh, but there is makom to be maker. The kafachaim, as an example, holds that it's okay. But um, the maram shik passes the other way. The maram shik says that 
if you have a situation where for, for a child or for a chola, you needed to cook kidney out, it's better to use a separate kli. Okay, so I would tell you that is to stay away from those kalim, but definitely the avari will be okay. Now, another practical application is a person who's invited to a Sephardi home. So, we see from this that he doesn't have to abstain from the invitation. In other words, he could definitely go to the Sephardi's home, and he doesn't have to be constantly worrying, oh, maybe, you know, this has kidney mixed into it, maybe that has kidney mixed into it. Um, I would say that if you could see the kidney oat, then you don't eat them. Okay? But you don't have to worry about the other food that you can't see. If you have, um, if you have let's say, chicken that's made on a bed of rice, so it would be enough to lift the chicken up, you know, clean off the rice, because you don't want to eat any kernels of rice, and you can eat the chicken. Because this is not, not considered a situation where you're being, they're being vatal in Israel Chachila, they're making it for the family. You just happen to be the token Ashkenazi at the Seder, and you're just, you're, you're just visiting. So there definitely wouldn't be any problem with that. Even if they were to be using soybean oil, um, I would say that if you don't see the oil, that again, it's, it's a tarovet, and, and it wouldn't be a problem. Yes? Uh, two questions. Firstly, if you're abstaining from eating, the, um, the kidney would embarrass the hosts. Is there, room, is there room to... No. There's, there would not be room. There would not be room for, cause, no, because no, of you, don't, you don't break a minute of, of kidney in order not to embarrass a person. You know, you're not going to start consuming rice because you know, this is this old lady's famous, famous favorite recipe, and if you don't eat the rice, she's going to be insulted. That would not be grounds for you to break off a, a minig of, of kidney out. Um, if you're talking about like certain borderline things, and, and then I would ask a shayla, you know, like something like a peanut or something like that, I would ask a shayla. Um, but you could explain to them, you, you have an ailment, ailment called Ashkenazi, an Ashkenaziism, and Ashkenazim don't eat it. And there are very few people that don't know that Ashkenazim don't eat kidneyon and wouldn't understand that. Fair second, second question. Um, would it be a problem of borer to, to be taking out the uh, kidneyon? Yes. If you, if you had like some kind of a salad, a bean salad, let's say, that's mixed with you know vegetables and beans, and you start poking out the beans, it would be a problem of borer, and you shouldn't do that on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Because it's Correct. For that, for you, it's solid. So the Sephardi can start taking it out. Yeah, you could pass it to your Sephardi cousin and let him eat the beans, and then it pass back to you if that, you know, tickles your fancy. He can take out the beans because he wants. He eats them. He'll eat them. And eat them. Yes. Um, okay, and that's all. Any other questions on back kidney up before we go on to the next topic? Yes. On a practical level, how do we? Are there hashkachot that will say first Pesach Oh, so on a practical level, in Israel, you it, it always says, almost always, it almost always says. Usually it's printed like with the same type of printing that the date is printed on the object, and sometimes it's in Rashi Tevo, so you have to be a big Tamil Chacham to, to figure it out. Um, but yeah, you, you'll see it. You'll see it in laser printing, La'ochle Kitniot, La'ochle Liftit, I spoke Liftit last week. Um, you'll see it. Sometimes it's printed, printed even in, in larger letters, printed on the package itself of the Ochle Kitniot. I don't think that you that you have to become paranoid and worried. Because you check the uh, you know the, the date, 
it's printed and you see whether it says anything about Kitniot, mm-hmm. and you look at the package, and if it doesn't say, I think you could safely assume that, that it's not Kitniot. Also, the OU started a new thing. What? Uh, in the they have OU Kitniot? Okay. You should also know that, that uh, as we said last week, sesame seeds is something that's listed as being kitniot for, for Ashkenazim, so you want to stay away from tachina and, and things that have sesame in it. Yeah, fine. Are there yes, restaurants sir. open during Pesach? There are restaurants that are open in Pesach, yes. Usually not mahajan ones, because mahajan, to get a mahajan hashkacha really requires for a restaurant to close down at least a day, sometimes two days, to kosher beforehand, and most restaurants don't feel that it's worth the loss of business. So it's, it's rare to find, but it could, it, it, you know, it's, it's possible. This year it's probably more likely because it's a whole week of COVID. You, possible. You yes. could order non-kidney dishes at Mahajan restaurants that serve kidney on Pesach, could you? Yes, if you were to find the Mahajan restaurant, let's say under the Hashkacha of Yoradea, the Ravad Yosef, Zatzal's Hashkacha, then you'd be able to order non-kidney items, yes. Yes. Would Rabbi Yushalayim give a Mahajan Hashkacha to a restaurant that was doing kidney I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know on a, on a practical level. I don't think they would. But again, I, from, from experience from previous years, you know the the, the amount of kashring and, and and the time it takes usually it's just it's just not worth it for them. Okay. <laughs>